everyone and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and there will be spoilers. So just a heads up, moving forward, uh, we're going to talk about anything relating to the movie. Uh, so if you don't want to hear spoilers, then probably come back later after you watch the movie. And then uh, you know, be sure to check out the Pokemon Stadium episode I just released on YouTube. So you can check out our YouTube channel. So a lot of gaming content will now be on there. And then the podcast will be reviews, updates, announcements, and then obviously movies and just working it out. Seems to be the new platform I'm kind of going with. Uh, So far, people seem to like it. So go check that out if you haven't yet. Uh, And then if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, then please scroll down and hit the review button. Uh, Give us a rating and that helps us grow and it allows us to gain new listeners. So it's a pretty big deal. That's all I ask of you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, so to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 3, we have Mike and Eric who are back again to continue this MCU journey. Um, yeah. So, uh, Eric, how's your week been so far, man? You know what, Ryan? It's been just awesome. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Any Actually, updates no, from was last that, week? Is your life different at all? <laughs> uh, different? No. Um, but it's been better. Uh, just had a lot going on, busy all week. Actually, I think I need to talk to you after this is done and maybe get you to come over here and help me put stuff back in the truck uh, for work. But um, everything's good. Got a lot done. Uh, my team's working real good and uh, actually actually working, which is uh, – I had one of my guys step up just unbeknownst to me, and it's been uh, – he just always seems to be – kind of progressing the needle, which is a finally, except he's fucking late all the time. God damn it. Mike, that's his name. Not you, Castro. (laughs) Um, Other than that, um, good. Kids are good. Wife's good. Saw guardians. Just excited to be on Ryan and talk to you and see Mike's beautiful gray face. Just like, just like me. Speaking of that beautiful gray face, how you doing, Mike? I'm doing good, guys. I, I like I miss you guys. So to do this with you guys every weekend and to to see you guys, even if it's through Zoom, because you know, I think during the pandemic everyone got a little sick of Zoom and doing their whatever it was, business or personal wise, but I'm doing good. Yeah. Everything's good. Um uh yeah, it's just the routine that kind of got in right now as far as with work and uh, you know, uh uh, football starting back up and the kids and the wife, everyone's good. We just had church today and uh, look forward to seeing you guys. Oh, obviously watching the movie. Got to see the movie uh, on Friday night at 1030, then IMAX. Nice. So it was fun to be out and watch the movie. So um, everybody, all is well. And uh, I, I, uh, I fucking love this movie, dude. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, me too. And uh, is there anything else that you guys happen to watch this week, uh, Mike? Any TV or any other kind of movies, or well, for anything else? Well, you brought up beef, and and uh, the wife added on, and she was the first episode, and, was, and then we got like it was the first one that just got us. So usually, it's that first episode that you gotta. It, it has to really in like if you're eating that cheeseburger, you take that first bite, you know it's gonna be fucking good. Okay, you, yeah, it's the same with that episode. So I got so we. It really the same. We we finished it, so that and uh, I know Succession's on tonight, but I don't think I'm watching anything else. I don't think. Oh, 
Nice. Yeah, I need to finish beef. I think I'm on episode eight or something like that. And there's only like 10 episodes. So I need to finish that. Uh, I still haven't caught up on Barry. I need to do that. I just, it's oh. kind of tough to just sit, sit down and watch shows for me. Uh, you know, cause now I'm like creating content for YouTube with like the video games I play. So it's like kind of tough to choose one, but I do want to finish Barry. Cause I, like I said last week, I, you know, I literally started watching that show when it premiered initially. So I, I love that show and I think Bill Hader kills it. Um, so I definitely need to catch up on that, which I probably do today. I have the house to myself all day, so I'll probably just do that after doing some other things. So, uh, I watched super troopers last night and I got to tell you guys that movie, like till this day, dude, every, every fucking bit still holds up so well. <laughs> like, well, I you know, that's the that dude movie. from succession, bro. Yeah. Brian Cox. Yeah. Brian Cox. Yeah, Brian Cox. Yeah. He's yeah. a fucking, uh, I I uh I love Super Troopers so much. I think it really is my favorite comedy of all time. I've I've seen it so many times and it never gets old. But Mike, you look like you want to say something. If if you like the broken broken lizard guys, right? Yeah, I think it's yeah. yeah. Have you, you seen no? Oh. Have you seen Slam and Salmon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Like because I, I, so, I thought so stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like with Michael uh with Michael Clark Duncan and um yeah. like I I like Beer Fest too. I like I like but but yeah, but good. Super Troopers is still like the one. I think all their movies are pretty good. I mean Club Dread was good. Oh Club yeah, Dread. I, I, Club Dread, I forgot about Club Dread. We're doing a broken lizard episode. Oh, <laughs> no, guys. correct me if I'm wrong, but they only have like those five movies, right? I mean I know they had yeah, like so the, the TV Super show, Trooper. the firefighter TV uh, show. Tacoma FD. Tacoma, so it's yeah. uh you never heard of seen that Troopers one and two. No. So they took Dread. Farva and who's the other guy, Ryan? Farva, uh, Mac, Mac, and then they they have a show on TBS, I think, called uh, Tacoma Five Nine, mm-hmm. and they're firefighters. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Slam and Salmon is an underrated one, I think, of yeah. theirs. I think all their stuff's good, though. I mean, even Super Troopers too. Uh, so you look back at those Club five Dread's movies, good. and Club Dread's pretty good. Um, I like it, and Slam and Salmon was like one of those ones that kind of flew under the radar. I don't know if it was really in the theaters it's because that long. it was a TV. Well, no, it was a TV premiere. Oh. I actually didn't even go to theaters. It was on Comedy oh, Central okay. as a premiere. Gotcha. I like that movie. I think it's funny. And then uh, Quasi's on uh, Hulu, and I haven't watched it yet because I don't have Hulu. But Quasi is a reimagining of the the Humpback of Notre Dame, and it's all of them. It, the movie literally just came out on 420. Uh, they purposely released it on 420. So it's a brand new film. Um, I was I was watching the Broken Lizard crew on the Whiskey Ginger podcast with Andrew Santino, and those guys are just awesome, and I love them so much. And uh, they say Quasi's, uh, you know, obviously they're funny tropes, but they actually do have like some serious moments too, with like political, like they have like political jokes in it too. So if that's your shindig, then you'll probably like it. I, I'm gonna watch it one of these days. I just don't have Hulu. But, have Hulu. Um, oh, um, oh, they got Adriana Palicki in there. Oh God. But uh, yeah, Palicki. so I watched that. Um, and, um, she's the assassin from John Wick One that oh, fights God. that is in the hotel and kills Ooh. the black guy. So oh yeah, I, I think she's really good looking. Um, but she's in the quasi, and they're all in it. So I'm definitely gonna find that and watch it. We have Hulu, Ryan. I'll give it to you. Yeah, we should do a Broken Lizard episode, Mike. I didn't realize how much you uh, knew about oh, their stuff dude. too. Oh, dude! I know you probably knew Super Troopers, of course, and Beer Fest for sure. Um, no, those guys, dude. I, I, Super. I mean, now that you brought it up, like for comedy, like this, it's 
I now want to watch it after that. Like I, I probably too. It's it's like it's that's 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 saying like comedies like that saying something because there's a lot of good comedies out there. I'd put it up there, dude. It, I'm looking at so good. And I'm looking at the quasi trailer right now because I'm on IMDb and all I'm getting is Monty Python. I think vibes. Yeah, it looks very yeah. It looks like Mel Brooks Monty yeah. Python for sure. Actually, just a real quick because I actually did a question oh, on my Instagram last night like what's people's favorite comedies. I'll just do a quick like top ish for you guys. But I got 1941, Animal House, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, Van Wilder, Not Another Teen Movie, Wedding Crashers, Hangover, Super Troopers, Beer Fest, Anchorman, Dodgeball, uh, Naked Gun, and Airplane, and then Robin Hood Men in Tights, uh, History of the World Part 1, and that's where I'm at. So there's a lot of amazing classic comedies out there, and I probably missed a shit ton as well. Step Brothers. So, <laughs> Step Brothers. Uh, um you know, back when Will Ferrell was worth watching on film. Um, yeah, he sucks now. But uh, yeah, so that's I what like I'm watching. Spirit, but Eric, Eric, what have you been watching? Succession. I have <laughs> plowed through it. I am almost caught up. I've got three episodes to then catch up to tonight's episode. And then there's three left for the the finale season. So that's what I've been watching. Um, I'm Real quick, I'm laughing by the way because when Britton was cutting my hair this week, she's like, "I have no idea what the fuck is going on," but Eric loves that show. I'm like, "Yeah, it's the dialogue; it's just amazing." But she's like, "They don't do anything." I'm like, "That's and she's support. not paying attention and she doesn't know what's going on." That's why. <laughs> well, they say the same thing about uh, uh, Mad Men because Mad Men was just no. like, "Yeah, everyone's yeah. talking," like, but it's just the characters and how they develop and the the, the, the writing and stuff. But that's hilarious, so that's awesome. Yeah. you're where, where are you at right now, Eric? Like. You season were... four, episode four. Oh, okay. All right. So season or uh, episode seven comes tonight, I think, mm-hmm. or eight, actually. I'm sorry, eight. So I have four, five, and six that are available currently. Seven comes tonight. Oh, no, no, those four. I'm sorry. Those four I have to watch. And then you got the next three weekends to uh, finish it out. But I'll finish it this week and be caught up. And then Barry, we I did catch berries uh the last episode and then just a lot of pokemon pokemon and doc mcstuffins i'm really you know the doc is in um and she'll fix you up i don't remember the yeah, rest I, of used to, I used to watch a lot of bluey with Natalie's daughter bluey bluey's legit dude that's a bluey's good show tight. bluey's tight um uh real quick before we jump into guardians uh Keep an eye out for the Star Wars Jedi Survivor gameplay that you can watch where I just play the game with all game audio. There's no interruptions from me, but you can also watch the full commentary of Pokemon Stadium on YouTube. And then this Friday, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, probably the most anticipated game of the year, comes out. And I am doing a giveaway for that. So be sure to hit up the Instagram at, at It Just Works Studios and enter that giveaway. But we all know why we're here to talk about hopefully the revival of the MCU, but probably not since the Marvels comes out next and it's going to be absolute dog shit. But uh, when we talk about this movie, it actually isn't about moving forward with MCU. It's about how it probably is going to go in history as one of the best trilogies of all time. And uh, we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 today. And Mike, I'd like to start off with you. You know, we'll just do the classic, like, how did you feel leading up to this movie and how did you feel walking out? Was it the same or was it actually exceeding your expectations? Uh, ex- exceeded. Uh, I, um, 
Well, we when we we did the Guardians one uh, pod, and I rewatched that, and but I didn't really go back to two. But I remember two. Um, yeah, I remember two so for yeah. sure. So like, um, so going in, uh, I was expecting, uh, I was expecting. Well, I wasn't expecting there to be a lot of people at a, at a ten thirty showing, but there was. Um, but yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was. I mean, I. Uh, I it was it was fucking like it was I was dead tired I was wide awake dude the entire time I I loved it I I brought it up to you guys via text I was like I I think this is the best trilogy MC the MCU has um the uh the amount of weight that these characters have put on and how it has kind kind of came first full circle for each character in a way towards the end uh. You always knew Rocket was fucked up, and you kind of get a. That was kind of like the backbone of the story, you know. You kind of, yeah. I, I, I loved it, dude. I, I it definitely exceeded uh, expectations. So, uh, real quick too, I meant to do like a preemptive question just to catch people up with how you feel. Uh, you know, Marvel. This is Marvel Phase Five. Like, how have you felt about Phase Five before this movie came out? Like, was there any movies that you have liked so far? Or have you all have you thought it's all been pretty much a shit show since Endgame? That, that, Endgame since but, yeah, well, yeah. That's why I ask because that's how I feel myself. Like I feel like Spider Man No Way Home is just nostalgia bait. Like I think the ending of that film is fucking stupid and I hate it. But uh, you know, one of the things I thought I saw about your text that I really enjoyed, and, and I wanted to give my opinion on the podcast, so that's why I kind of waited. So the only reason why. I like it's just a matter of opinion, but the reason why I say Captain America is also probably the best trilogy in the MCU is because not only were the first two films just good on his own, like and introducing the Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I think Captain America trilogy is the best because Civil War not only gave us that backbone that you're talking about and the weight of these characters that are Captain America's friends and himself, but it also propelled the MCU forward by introducing Black Panther and moving us into the Infinity Wars as well on that end. So that movie civil war, not only had the civil war introduce a brand new, an amazing hero that's extremely popular, but also continued with what we get into infinity war. So that's why I say, I think both are like neck and neck, uh, in terms of the best, but I just wanted to share that. Um, my expectations were actually exceeded as well. You know, seeing the trailers, I definitely got excited, but was still kind of, you know, not, nothing against James Gunn and the cast and crew, but it's like, because of the way the MCU has been since in game, I was still a little worried on like what to actually expect and, you know, come out of, you know, how am I going to feel walking out of the movie? Um, having seen it, uh, I think the movie's incredible. Uh, I mean, easy nine out of 10 for me. Like I just, I was so happy. I just had such a fun time watching it and, uh, you know, getting rockets backstory was amazing. You know, unfortunately the animals get pretty fucked up, which is sad to see, but it's just, cool that they actually committed to that um because it actually gave um oh my god what's his name the the high what's his name eric Fuck. high evolutionary high evolutionary like it actually made him feel like a threat and so we were talking about you know ronin from galaxy volume one where he was a cool threat but he was also kind of just thrown away because of thanos um the high evolutionary like felt like a really powerful character and I don't know if like in the climax he was utilized very well, but leading up to that, I do. Um, but yeah, I, I walked out of here completely happy. I thought the ending was great and the way the characters veer off from each other. It all makes sense. Like it, 
it's plausible. Um, you know, I, I could definitely see someone out there making the case that like all the fake out deaths were kind of annoying. I can kind of get that. Like how many times is Peter going to get in the fucking space and almost die? But, uh, you know, whatever. Um, but Eric leading up to this film, how did you feel? And then, you know, how, how are you walking out? Um, leading up to it, I was excited for it. You know, we watched one and two prior to seeing the third and, um, those still hold up pretty damn well. The new one, uh, I'm not as bullish on as you guys seem to be. Um, and I'm not sure why I have to see it again. I just like, it was good. Um, I enjoyed the backstory of rocket, you know, the CGI was really good. I was kind of, um, feel like they went in a couple different directions that I wasn't prepared for with like the way that, uh, they basically destroy the animals. And I know it's all CGI, but you know, kids are probably going to see this. Then they pull off, uh, evolutionary's face to show exactly what happened when rocket (laughs) scratched, you know, clawed him to clawed him close to death. Maybe Um, that was awesome. Close. Yeah. um, Yeah. It was amazing. Dude. For me, I thought the makeup was really good. I was just kind of surprised they actually showed that just considering the movie. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's something about it that I'm not, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, think it's exa- the music? I can't even, I can tell you right now, the music is definitely not as good on par to anything else prior to it. Now creep was great. Um, the faith, no more song was great. Beastie boys at that moment. in that shot, uh, was fucking awesome. I mean, there's really good parts to this movie, but most of the other songs, I mean, those are like the three songs I, I could roll off the top of my head and then that's kind of it. I don't remember the rest. Well, I had Florence um, in the Oh, Florence at the was end. fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so, I mean, I'm not as bullish on the movie. I, I need to see it again. I think the music actually kind of took away from the movie this time around because they, I don't know if it's just me, but they constantly constantly played music whereas the other two guardians like it made sense when the time came like they didn't just play it to play it whereas this movie i feel like they literally said all right cool like let's hit the next song this next scene all right cut next scene movie let's put a new song on so yeah i mean i I think think that that happened and i I don't think that i i don't think that that was the problem i think it was maybe the song choices because when you think about it i mean i'm playing music 24 7 as, not 24 7 but as much as i possibly can i'm in the shower I play, yeah. i've got music on. i'm cooking breakfast yeah, no, we listen to music, music way more than the average person for sure so i mean i think it was maybe more prevalent because you're noticing it more you know um rockets putting it on and i don't know there was the note from from quill to rocket yeah i don't know like i don't know is it like Rocket's backstory? Because I, I, you know, I, I think when they go to the facility, I think that shit, like that whole set piece, was fun and a really good time with like Nathan Fillion and all of them. Um, you know, I thought that that scene was incredible, just across the board. You know, uh, you know what? Like, is there anything that like you don't like that you just straight up? Just, well, the one thing I that like kept I, bothering the shit out of me was the whole between Quill and Gamora, and she kept going back and just beating on him and yelling at him and this and that. You know, once or twice could have been fine, but I feel like they did it a lot more than that. And then, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess Adam Warlock kind of was, he was cool. 
I like Will Holter as that character. He looked good. Um, I feel like he, they just kind of threw him in there. He was at the end of the second one in the cocoon, basically. And then it's like, okay, well, here we go. Now here he is, and there's not a lot to that. Um, ex- I feel I like know. they covered there's their asses something. with that a little bit because they said that you know Adam Warlock was prematurely taken out of the cocoon by the High Evolutionary. So it's like that's why. Well, that's why he was being powerful. Well, okay, yeah, I guess that could roll into that too. But I mean, I felt like they were saying that because he's kind of stupid and kind of um, immature. <laughs> he's so stupid. Yeah, well, they were. I mean, that's what I'm saying though. Like they kind of narratively like covered their asses with that. I'm not saying you can't critique it. I'm just saying like I I I think it didn't bother me because they called it out on themselves at like how stupid he is and shit. Like they, I mean, yeah, they literally said he's stupid. <laughs> Yeah. Um I I'm excited to see him moving forward. I think Will Poulter killed it in the role. Like I think he looks like an incredible Adam Warlock. Um I just I just not that it matters. Like it's okay that you feel like you need to watch it again or you're not on the same level as us yet. It doesn't matter that I'm just curious because when I think about the movie, you know, broken down cuz like I think the counter earth stuff was pretty cool. Um you know the back the the flashbacks with you know rockets you know friends i thought that was fine um you know britain was saying when she was cutting my hair like she felt like rocket was taken out like way too quick mm-hmm. like um like current rocket but then again it's like the the backstory helped propel him as a character forward with the actual movie itself so i didn't really mind it too much and i feel like he came back you know, close enough to the end where it was still cool that he came back. Um, you know, I, I thought the climax is great. You know, I mean, I mean the they high had some, kind some of good laughs. Yeah, the high I just, I don't like. I think that's like the issue I might have is. Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, you know what? They all beat the shit out of him. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't beat them all. Yeah, I guess I don't mind it then. Because I just thought about it, he's fucking up Rocket after he starts saving animals, but then every all the guardians come back and fuck him up. Mm-hmm. So I will mm-hmm. say the one thing I noticed, and I don't know if you guys agree with this, but I was actually pleasantly surprised with the way that Drax was. He was the normal Drax, except this time he actually was like the fucking destroyer. Like he actually did things, oh, he yeah. showed strength, he yeah. showed how much power he actually has, where I feel like they didn't utilize that in any of the other movies. Um, even potentially, even eh, maybe Infinity War and Endgame was all right, but do you know what I'm saying? Where like, well, yeah, he's, he's like straight up be... throwing people, opening doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt like that was something I noticed. The the there was some tear jerking moments, you know, close to it anyway. Um, and then, uh, and then there was some there was some good laughs in there. But what do you think, Mike? What do you got uh, to say, dude? It, it's I mean. Because I, I, I mean, it's I, I like how it opened. I, I because the idea because it's 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 the last one, and it's so it's there. They have nowhere, so they they set up shop there, and they're just you know, it's you know they they went through the the snap and all that shit, and um, they're making do with what they have, and uh, if I, you know, Quill's drinking himself to death and still obviously not over the, you know, we, we just got to see like different sides of each character, like having even Nebula, having like a different side of Nebula and actually like maybe taking the charge on certain things and 
and and coming full circle and having a different Gamora and and a completely different Gamora coming and then and then having like so it was all cool until uh especially that opening scene when um then you get like you know the sovereign who I didn't know like the uh the high evolutionary maid and you get warlock coming through not you know taking out rocket because he was after rocket and rocket's now in a, a state like a, a coma pretty much so it's um i and then all of a sudden then you get like a, a jump start to the second act to where um we just gotta save our friend and like it just like we gotta say rocket we gotta do whatever we can for rocket and um and that's kind of what the story was it's just them looking out for one of their own um and uh so like just going back to one volume one um and seeing kind of how where they all came and uh you know i was just you know in it for um whatever currency I mean, they have yeah yeah and then um and then just being where they are now and so i i liked it and i thought the villain i thought the antagonist was like uh i i, I try to pronounce i try to pronounce his name i just call him chuck chuck Uji. like they like he was like you know i That's a great I, actor I, I yeah dude like i know he had a small role in peacemaker even though i really didn't finish peacemaker i think i gotta go back and watch but um he was like he just wants to make everything perfect he's obsessed with making the perfect bean and um and you know a, a typical example like it's been used a million times where like you get a, a guy that's that has the right intentions early on and then just kind of through trial and error just veers off and and i thought i did that great and i thought they portrayed that great and i thought uh uh i know like i i i can see people bitching about that but he wasn't as you know i you know i i thought the robocop face was cool but even the way like i'm not like a cinematography expert but the way they shot this one too was like it was like in tight like the action scenes were in tight like even some of the uh, dialogue scenes were in type. The the cut scenes were were, were quick and, and precise. Um, it just uh, it wasn't just like I felt like I was watching uh, uh, um, something a little different than your typical Marvel action scene. So um, I would I would agree with that though. Like the CGI is noticeably better in this film than I uh, honestly probably since Endgame. I I didn't see any like really shitty cgi i'm sure there is but for the most part the movie is very very fucking clean and i think that's why like it's so good it's it's a great closing on the the chapter of these characters you know and, and as far as james gunn storytelling and and you're right like we see a good side of every character that we haven't really seen before but they've all earned it because we've led up to this through uh two movies infinity war and endgame with them and you know, I think it's cool that like Nebula is like um, uh, her arm, uh, the nanotechnology. Thank you. I, I had to tell myself, I'm like, come on, you know, the robot technology. So the nanotechnology where just like Iron Man, he can do whatever he wants. And I feel like she learned a lot of what she gained in that arm from him and the way he fought Thanos and everything. So I was like, really cool to see that. Uh, you can actually see that in the trailer where she's fighting at a warlock at the very beginning. Um so to see that was like very reminiscent of Iron Man. So I thought that was fucking cool. Uh, like Eric said, it is true, man. Drax is utilized very, very well in this film. Uh, not only dialogue, but just physically. And I thought that was really cool to see. Uh, Mantis is really, really good in this film. 
she's fucking incredible. Uh, very fun uh, dialogue for her and a good outcome for her. I think. Uh, I think Cosmo the dog is amazing. I I think they did uh, such a good job with Cosmo and finally giving her the limelight. Uh, normally a male dog, but they just changed it for this. Which you know whatever that's fine. I don't care. Um, I thought Cosmo was great. Sean Gunn was great as um Craglor or yeah Craglor. I think Crag Craglin. 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 Um, I thought the Death Star Celestial was fucking cool. <laughs> you know, just fucking a giant cannon on the Celestial's eye socket. So that's cool. I didn't like uh, that they changed nowhere into a, a fucking spaceship. I I don't know. Yeah, just for I, me, it wasn't. I just didn't like it. Okay. okay. I mean, well, he, he, he got a, a flesh celestial head flying through the galaxy with a fucking mechanical Death Star eye that hits a it's, giant fucking it's flesh. It's a pyramid. Made of flesh. It's a. I mean, I, I would imagine what's it made Why? out of, Mike? Metal. Was the I, celestial made a, of metal? I'm just it's assuming that it's you're a ship. You're a piece of ship. Um, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. I just uh, whatever. I, I think I, you got to watch this movie again, dude. I don't know. I, I feel like yeah, we watched yeah. two different movies now. I just uh, didn't like that part. That's all. I'm just saying I didn't like the fact that they turned a fucking flesh celestial head into a spaceship and then they ran it into a giant metal pyramid and it's supposed to take each other out or take one out like fuck you but see how, how do you not like it because when you when you describe it like that it sounds funny and stupid to me like i love it i don't know i don't know ryan it's flesh it's, it's i didn't know it was i thought it was just oh, yeah, a, what celestial head are you so confusing like it for that head. first thing where they went to find the the file no, no, the celestial head it's a it's a head of a celestial it's it's got, it's oh, got bone it? marrow on oh. it they talk about it in the film how oh yeah they talk that's what the yellow shit is the the they say it in either uh, one or two but anyway i don't yes. know i'm just saying that, that was something i wasn't too high on um oh. i will say the callbacks um something i had a now i'm forgetting it fuck um, there was a lot of good things that they called back, like when Peter's talking to the high evolutionary and he's saying that he's tired of these egotistical, narcissistic, blah, blah, blah. And he's speaking of Thanos. He's speaking of ego. Um, what else? The other thing I didn't think of when I was watching it, why um, Nebula was so distraught. And obviously she's part of the team now going through all these seven, three movies and seven total uh, things that they've done as a team. Um, but I didn't, I didn't think about it, but everybody died. Everybody in the blip, they all went away except for rocket and nebula. So they had yeah. five years together to build a friendship. And so I didn't even think about that to why she was so distraught when in the, after the first scene that Mike was talking about where he gets torn up. And then, um, I did like the nanotech stuff. I mean, there's, there's good stuff about it. I think I just have to see it again. I'm not saying it's a bad movie at all. I, I enjoyed most of it. I'm just saying, no, I'm not pretty about sure it. you are. I'm pretty sure you're shitting on it. Something dude. there's things about it that I was like, okay, well, I just watched one and two right before I literally finished two right before an hour before we left to go watch three. All right. And then there was something I else this I forgot. A, but I don't think this is a hot take, but I think this movie's like way better than volume two. I disagree. That's a good that's a good question. I I, I mean I was gonna mention you, you brought up the cap trilogy. I mean they're, they're aren't they gonna still make Captain America movies? I think this one, yeah, this but, trilogy is I mean, better than Captain. I I think this is, I mean, from top to bottom, I I don't see it's a it's it's just it's a 
it's just a bunch of fun, dude. I'll tell you why. I, I agree. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Captain One does not hold weight to Guardians One. I like Captain right. One. But Captain One is really kind of some of the things Mike brought up, I kind of agree with, where it's just kind of eh. It's not a bad movie at all. I'm just saying, comparative, comparatively speaking to Volume One, Captain One is not as good. Okay. Two, uh, Winter Soldier in Volume Two, I'll go a, barely a little bit towards Winter Soldier, but barely. And then Cap Three and Volume Three, you know, I guess maybe uh, Cap Three, you know, that's basically an Avengers movie. It's not even really a Captain America movie. Um, and then the only other thing is you could say is, well, Guardians is a freaking team up movie, which, but they're all team up movies. So maybe they're just in general, they're all better. So fuck you, Ryan. I just see your eyes. Civil, Civil War is still a captain film. Like everything, everything that happens comes from what he's done and his past and his villains. Like it all comes together. So you can go fuck yourself, you know, but, uh, I know. I just think they're both side by side amazing trilogies. I don't think they're comparable because, yeah, I agree. Like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, as I said uh, last pod or yeah, last podcast is like I hadn't watched it since Infinity War or Endgame, and that movie is so goddamn good, man. It is very very good. I enjoyed every second of it. There's just something about Volume Two. I just it's just yeah, it's kind of whatever. Uh, you know, I think Yondu is amazing in it. And I think his death was incredible. Like, I think they did such a good job with that, you know, the, the ending of that film. Um, but there's just something about that. It doesn't really land for me. And I think it's because the movie slows down hard after they land on Ego's planet and like, you know, Rocket and, you know, Peter are being dicks to each other and stuff. And um, it just slows down so, so much for me that I just couldn't enjoy it watching it for probably like my fifth or sixth time as well. So there's that. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad film. I, I still think it's good. It just, uh, compared to volume one and three, I think, uh, you know, th- those two knock it out of the park, uh, immensely, but, um, uh, yeah. Is there a favorite scene you guys have? I'll give you some time to think about it. Cause I'll tell you. I'm going to go mine. first. No, I'm going to go first this Fuck time. You, Ryan, this <laughs> two minute <laughs> shot, <laughs> one shot. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's such a well. Let's talk about it. So yeah, we finally got everyone together. Uh, Rocket's back. He just you know he, he uh, got revived, and they they get on the fucking pyramid. Everyone's all grouped up. They walk into this hallway, and you have a shit ton of enemies, and we get probably one of the best one shot scenes in the MCU. Uh, I fucking enjoyed every second of it. I was like a little kid on Christmas. I thought it was so fucking dope. But Eric, uh, yeah, continue to talk about the rest of it. Obviously, there's a lot that happens in that scene that I didn't say. Well, no, I just like they had the callback with Rocket on top of Groot. Looked exactly like the prison break in Volume One. They, I love how they utilized and followed Rocket on um, um, Groot's branch as he's extending it and just kind of going between oh, people. Yeah. Um, and then actually, I think Rocket jumps off, does the spin slow mo kick, and then Groot and actually the sticks his arm into one of the the villains, and then like explodes twigs out and kind of shreds the villain apart. I mean, they did a lot of fucking cool stuff. Um, they really did. Actually, one of my other favorite scenes on top of that one, just because I think it's kind of funny how, for whatever reason, Mantis is the butt of the joke on everything when they get in the spacesuits that whole uh they're all in the multicolored suits 
and she's kind of just like the only one that's like flying around Slug, like, like yeah Durka and then like I think she even lands on her face when they jump when they get inside or something so that whole scene was pretty funny oh yeah um, she lands on her neck oh yeah that's what it was yeah her neck so I mean they have um, a lot I mean there's it's not a bad movie at all I'm not hating on it I'm just saying there's something about it that I just I don't know. I got to watch it again. I watched the first one four times in a row. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This one I've seen once. I don't know what it is. With it. You just, what? what? Are you, did you fall asleep, dude? Like, what's going on? I did actually fall asleep once. Well, there, well, real there, quick. It was real quick. Shut there's up. A, there's a disclaimer right there, dude. So, okay. Shut up. All right, so, you didn't even. All right, there That's you how bad it was. It didn't even hold my attention. I'm sure. One of my, uh, one of my favorite scenes is actually when Peter and Groot are. Uh, talking to the high evolutionary on their own in the pyramid and they jump out and Groot uses his wings now. So I, I really think that Groot like honestly almost takes the cake in this film as one of the best characters. Like I just think they've done so much for him. Uh, even in the first film, he's like, you know, introducing new powers throughout the film. But in this one, I, I, I just love what they've done with him. And then we can talk about the post credit scene later where, you know, he's King Groot. I, I just, I, man, like James Gunn, like really, looked at the source material for these characters and and brought them to life because eric one of the other things too when that one shot scene is uh at the end of them showing groot and rocket together he does that jumping shot attack too which is actually like a very very common pose and promo art they've used for rocket raccoon since like yeah. we were kids you know so it's uh, you know that whole scene was amazing and then like like you said too when we were talking about the other day when peter's on the floor doing like his twists you know shooting attack and stuff like yeah, it, and then Drax actually once again kind of shows his powers and that too. Like he's fucking shit up. <laughs> so um, I just think that scene is gonna be something that people like literally look up on YouTube and watch for years to come. Um, but uh, I think even the I nebula shoot... part, even the nebula part where she gets hit in the head really hard oh, and yeah. like basically breaks her neck and she's like dangling and she's still fighting. I mean, they did a lot yeah. in that scene. Um, it's really there's a lot of material that we've been watching lately. I feel like in maybe the last year or more that has, they've really stepped up some stuff. Like I, I, I still think that John wick scene up above the, the built yeah. the rooms was just fucking so sick. Um, this scene that we're talking about for guardians uh, volume three, you know, I put the, the volume three one shot take, you know, up up par with like the Daredevil season one one shot in that hallway, yeah. Or even there's one in the raid too, where they did the something like that. But yeah, we're we're uh, I did one in the raid. Definitely too, getting a lot hallway. of cool content for sure. I just think uh, Hollywood needs to keep doing one shot scenes. Like I just think they're phenomenal and and truly mind blowing. I mean, like the choreography, you know, between this the the actors and the stuntmen that have to go and pull that off is truly remarkable and the john wick one for sure is like that was really fucking cool man uh, especially with the fire breath rounds as well yeah um but uh i'll just go ahead and say like my second favorite scene uh is easily when they're in the 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 records facility with nathan fillion and all them i just thought across the board it was funny full of action great character development um just saw a lot of cool cameos from james gunn's friends uh, obviously he's worked with Nathan Fillion on Slither and other projects. And then we have the rat catcher who's the from Suicide Squad. She's the purple chick. So um I just I love how like 
stoic her face is throughout the whole experience with him and like Gamora pointing a gun at her and shit. Like her eyes, it almost looks like she doesn't blink. Um, but Mike, what would you say is probably like a favorite scene for you if we haven't talked about it yet or if we have uh, just in general? Oh, you guys went through the movie fucking scene for scene, dude. I mean, all right, I, let me see if I can find one. Spoiler alert. Uh, I said, I, I, I don't, feel like there's a lot we're not missing right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I love, obviously that was the first thing that comes to mind is, is that, um, that one shot. And, um, and, but, uh, again, like, you know, you had, what, what kind of did it for me was the one liner from rock is like, hey, I'm, I'm done running and, and, and kind of just gets to that. And with the beastie boys, like that was pretty flawless. And then, um, uh, but I think if I had to pick another one, I, I always, I always enjoyed when, when it, like you just had Gamora and I, I'm not like, I did not care for even when she was in the first couple, like she was, she was a good role character and she provided an uh, interest and whatever, but whenever she was propelled in this spot to where like, like she had to, like, she's like, you know, rolling her eyes at like, okay, I guess we're doing this. Like I, she found herself doing that with them together or doing something for them. Cause usually like she kind of comes off as kind of a dick and she was selfish and all this stuff. But whenever she was kind of in that, in that mode where like where she has to grab rocket out cause that a war pig comes in and tries to take them. And, uh, but anytime like she was in a moment where like, all right, well, like this is kind of weird. I'm, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta do something out of my own, own self-interest that I, I enjoyed those. Um, I mean, dude, they made me feel for a fucking otter, man. I, I the little baby otter. And and, and Lyla. The backstory, the, yeah, Lila and and that shit, and um, you kind of knew something was coming, but the way it happened still was kind of surprising. So it was cool. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a shit ton, but the one shot obviously was the, was the best. I, I mean, when they were uh, when when Quill was with Groot and like you know Group Group pulls out like fucking fifteen blasters and and they yeah. end up taking. I just think it's out. so cool, man. Yeah, so. Yeah. I can't wait for all the news across the country to come out the next month of uh, kids trying to fucking take raccoons home and shit. Uh, just because all the baby raccoons and how adorable they look. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, there's going to be a story. It's going to come out that someone tried to take a raccoon and got fucking rabies or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very tough question for you guys. Um it's it's really not easy, but who's your favorite character in the film? And this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll I'll go first, bitch. Um <laughs> uh, it's really I mean rocket by default, man. To, uh, it's it's kind of weird. Like I would never would have thought a CGI character would be, you know, uh but I I liked Nebula a lot in this movie. Um, yeah. So, but I guess I'll I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I, I kind of uh, I I really like Peter Quill in this film. I think they did a really good job with him, just being the the alcoholic in the beginning. But the second like something serious happens, like he's back to it, being himself, doing whatever he can to help others and make things right. And uh, I just think they did a really good job of that throughout the film. I think I think like Chris Pratt's like humor was like top tier. Um, every joke I feel like just really landed. 
Um, so I, I'd still go with uh, Peter Quill, but a uh, really crazy runner up for me is honestly uh, Cosmo, man. I really like what they did with Cosmo. Uh, you know, we've had this character tease already and to see Cosmo pretty much fleshed out just like a comic book is really fucking cool. Like her powers are like she's powerful. So it is really cool to see that. Um, I love that they stuck to the fact that she's a Russian space dog. <laughs> so I'm glad they really, uh, you know, committed to that. Um, but, you know, Groot, Groot is also, like you said, a CGI character, you know, and I, I, I love what they've done with Groot, like uh, his body language trying to help as many people as possible trying to save you know just being a really good character like especially since we saw him die go to the baby form teenage form and now where he's at now and then event you know post credit scene king groot um so yeah i'd say king groot would probably be second place and then cosmo uh but eric is there a character that you really enjoyed in this film and just to wrap things up with the uh, i think the the uh I mean, I guess it's going to be kind of a A and B. I think Mantis and Drax kind of, I really enjoyed them together and kind of the all of their scenes and everything together, I think. I mean, I think yeah, obviously Rocket. Flawless, man. Yeah, I mean, obviously Rocket. I mean, you guys hit all the, the, the higher ones, I think. But um, I do think that Drax and Mantis have really, since volume two, really created this um, friendship that you see even further in this one and like even drax was like when she's like i'm gonna leave too and drax is like no i'll, I'll go with you and um you know just shows that they're you know i don't think they're like in love or anything i think they're just like really good friends and he wants to you know take care of her and so i think that whole thing their whole dynamic i mean when they're on counter earth and he <laughs> he closed lines the guy on the motorcycle <laughs> the and then takes the motorcycle and he's like hey jump on we're just gonna go around the block and then of course they're not like you knew and she's just kind of dim-witted she's not stupid but she's just kind of okay like trusting yeah and just goes with it and of course you know that backfires and i mean like i said there's a lot of good to this movie i just want to see it again it'll i think it'll sway yeah. me but i mean when Nebula you start thinking about turns around and i'm sorry just real quick like nebula turns around and they're just standing there <laughs> Next to the oh, yeah. yeah, which you already knew was going to happen. She's talking and talking and talking, and they haven't really said anything. And then he finally says something, and they're like literally right behind her. Yeah, and there's think, nothing going on. Well, no, I was just going to say Cosmo is really cool, too. I like that they use Maria Bak Bakalova. Um, mm -hmm. I just saw her in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies a couple months ago. Um, but I thought nice. she was really good, too. So just, I mean, the character, it's uh, the voice character is fine, but I'm saying like even. Um, what you alluded to ryan was pretty good go ahead mike yeah i it, nothing nothing as far as like it's an imperfection how everything how they work as a team because you know nine times out of ten you're gonna get like an ensemble of team of whether they're superheroes or not and they're all on the same page like they're never really all on the same page because of one's getting off the ship one's getting on the ship and they're like they're all that's why it, it that's why i like a lot about it too but there was two, there was, two, I don't know, these, these are on IMDb, so these must be true. Uh, two little uh, trivia notes that this film sets the record for the most makeup appliances used in a single film, having more than 23,000 prosthetics used across more than 1,000 actors. Jeez. And this will be the first MCU, MCU movie to have an uncensored use of fuck. Yeah. Which 
which is pretty cool, (laughs) which is intense because I was watching a video. And so two things, one, that fuck that fucking was improvised. So, and then, um, then they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they decided to keep it. That was improvised by Pratt. And then the second thing is, is if it's a, it's a PG movie, right? Or PG 13. PG 13. Okay. So if you have a PG 13, there's rules and guidelines to be able to use literally one fuck and it has to be after it can't be like right off uh, which i don't understand whatever but it was just part of a video i watched and uh shout out to the new rock star stuff they do a bunch of great shit and um it has to be after one hour so if you look at when he says that it's like an hour and 10 minutes oh (laughs) so it's just a little thing about it but yeah it's pretty interesting that that's the first fuck they've ever used in the movie or in the MCU. Yeah. Just open the fucking door. Yeah. Well, and that's again, that, that, that's funny. I mean, there's a lot of funny stuff. I mean, you know, war pig. I didn't know that was um, voiced by Judy Greer. Who's oh, nice. Ant-Man's wife or ex-wife. Um, Linda Cardellini was Lily and she's Hawkeye's wife and actual human things. Um, and then the little uh, Asian girl at the end of the movie is actually yes. turns into someone, which Phasar, I think, or Quave Quasar. Philo Vin. Hey, yeah, I no, forgot what Philo. she is. Philo Vin. Is that what it is? Well, that's the character now, but I guess she turns into Quasar or something. Yeah. she She's a pretty important character. Which well, is I mean, why it had to be, I, right? Yeah, which is why I like the team at the end so much. Like, it, it sucks that. James Gunn's kind of done with it because I think the team that we get at the end is a great follow up to the OG lineup. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, but but he uh, should, but but he should. This should this should be it. Like I think I it hope it is. It. it has to. Be I agree. Because like, I, I, I think can't. the post credit scene is like a great. Here's the epilogue. Here here's what you here's the team now. You'll see them in Secret Wars, and that's it. Yeah, I I agree. I, I think. Uh, I mean, with. Cause it's it's funny because you keep I I cause I I love I've grown to love Captain America and we've talked about Captain America before. He is the buttoned up can do no wrong character. Fucking got the 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 stars and stripes. He's 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 perfect and and that's you know great. But these characters are all fucked up and none of them are really all that likable. It's I, I, that's why I love guardians. I've grown to love guardians more. Um, they got to stop it here. Like, um, and, and the way the high evolutionary and, and how, you know, you, you know, rocket, you know, with the, you just, you just hated out that, you know, they didn't need to be perfect. You just hated the way things were. They're all, they're all fucked up in their own way. They all came together. They did something good. That's, they gotta stop it here, though. Gotta stop it here. That, that that scene was cool though, with with all of them coming, like with Warlock and 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 it was cool. But I I love them all chilling and just talking about music, and then all right, let's gotta get up and work. Like that was it was like such a just like a classic Guardians moment where they're just dicking around. The, you know, I'm so glad that the new team still can have like that glimpse that glimpse of chemistry. You know, for us fans to just maybe think of like what they're going off to do um it is tough because i would love to see a movie but i do agree like i just don't think it would be done right and um and not everything has to continue like we can close the chapter on certain characters I, you know and i think that's 
kind of the issue with the MCU now is, you know, after honestly, after Secret Wars, I don't know why the fuck they'd even bother continuing. But um, yeah, I, I love this movie. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Peter going back to Earth is great. You know, Drax and Nebula basically raising all these kids is great. The new team led by Rocket, which is fantastic, happens just like the comics. Um, you know, I, I think uh, just a crazy far out cameo that I would have loved is a, a space ghost rider to join the team. Just like randomly, like just showing up. I think that would have been cool because that's something that happens too. Um, I think that just would have been funny. You know, I, he'd be fit in perfectly with a new lineup. Um, but yeah, I like that Mantis just, you know, it's a legit reason. Like she just wants to go and see what's out there. She's never lived her own life. She's always been someone's puppet. So that's pretty cool. And then, you know, she's got those fucking monsters. So she'll be chilling. And then, uh, you know, I, I think it's cool that Peter goes back to Earth. Um, Like, honestly, the ending, you know, for our main character, you know, Star-Lord is pretty fucked up, to be honest. You know, um, the dude didn't really get a happy ending. So... You know, I think that's like that's why you probably like the film too. Is like there's there you know there's unlikable characters and, they, and there's also not really a happy ending. Yeah, that's that's something that that needs to be instilled in a lot more of these stories, um, which is why I will always like double down on Infinity War shitting on Endgame, especially with like the the way that it's going now. Like, there's no real waiting. Like, like. I love Game of Thrones because any episode of cut a key character could just be fucking done. You know, like I, I that's why I love Thrones. And and I, I like uh, Infinity War because you got a lot of guys that, that were but then everyone gets brought back now because of you know the going back in time and whatnot. But um yeah, but uh that's why I was kinda okay with if Rocket was to just you know not make it in this one, you know. Uh, I think Eric touched on that earlier. Like uh, Eric, you know, Rocket, I brought back, which was well, all right, which is cool. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him, but uh, yeah, man. Um, there's just no consequences anymore, I guess, with the characters. But I, I still love the movie and um, uh, just fucking. Yeah, wish. you know, we we expected someone to die, but at the same time, I almost feel like the movie's better off not killing the people because they still didn't get like a very happy ending i mean all of them are sad to go their separate ways you know peter's love doesn't even exist it's not literally the same person it's a completely different multiverse you know fucking gamora i'm sorry pastime um yeah because didn't you didn't you think like gamora was gonna fall in love with him again like i thought there'd probably be something like that or you know something close to yeah Yeah, i thought there was a potential but i was glad that they didn't do that yep yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because then that. yeah, it would have made her original death pointless. But mm-hmm. I like that they still try, you know, because that's something you didn't really care for necessarily. But I like that he kept trying because it's like he he can't let go. Like it's like damn, like he finally got what he wanted and it was gone just in the blink of a moment, which he actually kind of makes fun of himself for. Essentially, is losing his you know losing his cool and basically getting half the universe killed. Um, he he makes that comment in the mm-hmm. in this film. Yeah. Um, so. I'm happy they didn't kill anybody because I still feel like walking out of the film like, damn, like that. I mean, that's it. And, you know, the thing when it comes to Infinity War and Endgame, I don't really understand how people can put Infinity War like so high over Endgame. 
like you knew everyone was going to come back. Like, I mean, we knew that before Infinity War even started. Like, how how could you not know that? It's literally part of the storyline in the comics, uh, to a degree. It's not they don't play out the exact same way, but even though I do like, I loved being in that audience, you know, for the premiere and everyone's reaction to like Spider Man taking forever to die because of spider senses and shit. But we all knew they were coming back. Like, it wasn't. I don't know. I just feel like people well, kind of put that little snap scene a little too high up on the pedestal. We knew it was going to get reverted. It was the it, whole point of it. Well, the here, the, the, okay, sure, yes. In the back, yeah, we, we knew they were going to come back. There was a lot of characters, a lot of a lot of big money characters. You know, I, I get it. Um, and the way they came back was cool. And the the to your left moment with with Steve and 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 Falcon. Um, which was which was you know which was cool they did all right but it was just uh just the one movie like where uh where the heroes just uh they just lose and they lose in a way that um you know i you had never seen before i i know i'm not a big marvel comics dude and but i i, I we knew there i i agree with you i know but it's just it just made that movie uh, and the and it just made that movie just kick it up a notch on the emotional scale and and the the gravity, you know, I mean, like it, the, the weight of the moment was bigger than anything. Like when I still think, not to not to get too far off track, but everyone loves when Cap picks up Thor's hammer. Everyone fucking like, I get it. Like that was cool. I, I'm, I'm on like, was, he, he, he's worthy. He's cool. I fucking love it when Thanos runs through all of them and Cap catches the gauntlet and he's fucking like, he's, he's like, he's got him and Thanos makes that face. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck's this guy? And and Cap's like, go like, <laughs> I love I love that moment. I I loved just having the heroes just um, in the pickle and with the backs against the wall type thing. I yeah, I hear what you're saying though, Ryan. I I got you, but and I, and I still think all of that those moments too in Infinity War are amazing. Like you're watching Infinity War right now. I just I just knew that the snap theoretically didn't matter. Like I would say. I think it would have been more of a payoff if an end game, I know we're kind of veering off to a different Avenger or, you know, movie now, but um, I think it would have benefited them more in end game. If the big three were still the ones to kick his ass and kill him. Like it still could have ended with Iron Man sacrificing himself and everyone still could have got portaled back in. Like, I think that's all badass. but ultimately when it came to him losing that fight, it was the big three. Like, I think they just put too many people involved to, to, to beat him when, you know, even the Rooster brothers were saying right there when when Cap picks up the Mjolnir, like he's technically becomes like the strongest fucking hero. And then you already had uh, Thor, who's pretty badass, and then Iron Man, and all of his gear is fucking incredible. I, I think that's like my biggest gripe with Endgame is that I just wish the big three finished that fight and they did actually win with Iron Man still sacrificing himself and having that powerful scene. And I also hate that they uh the deleted scene i don't know if you ever saw that mike i know eric has but it's actually all of them like kneeling down and like as he's passing away talking to spider-man and pepper pots um it's like all the heroes are like kneeling down for him as he's slowly fading away Uh, i wish they did that in the film instead too but yeah infinity war is great i totally get the love for it because i i think throughout the film they're losing and winning and losing and winning you know and then and then we finally get the best version of Thor as well after he almost dies to make Stormbreaker and then he fucking comes in there and saves the day with Rocket and Groot. Yeah, like Infinity War is amazing, dude. 
it, it's, it's really really good it's it's just it just flowed better like i know we're it's like because these, yeah. the, the, these two movies are like you know like you could go on for hours but like it, it flowed better it was it it was nonstop from from literally the beginning of and of ragnarok to 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 then but like it just uh it flowed a little bit better. i thought endgame was very like look, we got a lot of this shit we're gonna try to fucking squeeze it all in about two forty two hours 45 minutes with a with a with a killer ending and that's it um but yeah eric before we jump back to wrap this up with the guardians is there any avengers stuff you want to chime in on since we already kind of brought them up no not really okay uh yeah so um yeah the post credit scene the very very last one oh, i'm sorry no i think the first one is the one where they're showing the new crew right or mm-hmm. the, and the last one's him with the grandpa um so yeah the first post credit scene the one that i kind of want to refer to is we see the new lineup we got adam warlock cosmo groot rocket uh phyla then i think that's it phyla right? bell oh, phyla bell and then craglin was craglin there yeah yeah uh, just a amazing lineup to wrap things up and um and that's it i mean that's the film i mean i feel like we've talked about the some of the biggest set pieces between the flashbacks the pyramid ship you know counter earth uh the the actual ending itself and then obviously nowhere in the beginning um i mean yeah I, I pretty much said everything there is to say like i love this film i think it's amazing i'd love to see it again myself uh but yeah is there anything else you guys want to do to or talk about to wrap this up no i was just happy they actually went back they threw him back into and it was a part of it was the end of the movie um to actually see his grandpa um yeah. it kind of hits you on the in the feels you know what i mean it really did um, yeah so i thought that was really cool uh the the new team i'm excited to see what they kind of do with that i think obviously james gunn is done for sure he's you know he got to make his last movie which thank god uh, after all the other bullshit and uh now that he's dc basically um the leader of dc um we'll see what happens with that i think he'll do great but i am happy that he was able to finish this and we'll see what happens with the the new team you know maybe they'll do a series a disney plus series or something and you know i guess we'll see what happens with that but um i am excited that they actually introduced Lavelle, and it is quasar i was correct in saying that um she's a huge part of the guardians moving forward and uh and then yeah, just Peter kind of getting his ending. I thought it was interesting the way that they ended the movie by saying, um, I don't remember what the exact words were, but basically something, something Star Lord, the not the legendary Star Lord. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with him. I, I'm curious to see what they do. I think it'd be kind of cool to maybe like, but then again, because the Spider-Man ending, we don't know. I thought it would be cool for him and Spider-Man to go do something, but I just realized he doesn't know who Spider-Man is. So True. It's so fucking dumb. I hate that goddamn movie. Stupid fucking shit. Which movie? No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. I just I think I just think the ending ruins that film. I just think it's so fucking stupid. Remind me, remind me real quick. The, the Doctor Strange to to fix everything that went wrong in that film. Because of dumbass Spider Man, he creates the spell. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even yeah, yeah. the Avengers, everyone, even <laughs> Doctor Strange. 
I'm like, that's so goddamn dumb. <laughs> yeah. Fucking okay. idiots. Yeah. Sorry. This is true. This I, is true. I, I get very passionate about that because it's like, I remember like when me and Eric went to go see Homecoming when it first came out and like, you know, obviously he was in Civil War and then we see Homecoming. Like, I just think like Tom Holland's such a good Spider-Man for the age that he's playing the character, you know, or supposed to be playing the character. And I thought Far From Home wasn't terrible. And I thought No Way Home was cool. Like, I thought it was cool that he could learn from the older Spider-Man, you know, the tragic that they've been through. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of just wasted right there at the very end. But that was that was a that was a big dis- yeah and taking me back now I gotta yeah yeah I think I'm even more passionate about it because my brother Chris thinks I'm stupid <laughs> and uh, his his opinion on films is like the most dumbest fucking thing on the planet like I remember when the Batman got revealed like the trailer uh, yeah who's gonna suck who's gonna suck good stupid vampire playing Batman and the movie comes out he's like bro it's so good I'm like you suck man fuck your opinion fuck you Chris anyways. <laughs> That's that's Chris, man. Hey, to, to his credit, he can change his opinion. It's all right. He can change his mind. Eric does, can, a, lot, Eric does it all like, the time. Ah, uh, damn, dude. I don't <laughs> What's that shitty? What's that shitty Marvel movie with Angelina Jolie and Salma Hayek and uh, with their own oh, like Eternal? I couldn't even finish Eternals. that film. I want I want the people to know that that Eric likes the, the Eternals more than Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Never said that, but yeah, I want that on record. Mm-hmm. Damn, okay. dude. It's character assassination. Just putting words in this guy's mouth. No, no, no. Uh, he yeah. did say that. Yeah. But yeah, Mike, is there anything else you want to say to kind of wrap this up? Uh, Eric made a pretty good point on his. And- uh, yeah, I know. And it's just, it's, it's, it's awesome to see uh, with, with Gunn how when someone cares about the material so much that they just do, they devote everything, they, they, all their, their arts and their arts and crafts to it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's all, uh, and 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 what the payout could be so it's it's um it's something that hopefully if he's over at dc you know people that are passionate about the project and passionate about the character and they'll take the time and do it right uh instead of giving it to you know the dude that just has the uh the resume and and is gonna be you know kind of just like the the you know uh just the you know whatever a dude in the chair but um it's a good, it's a great, I, I love it. And uh, hopefully uh, I want to, yeah, it's like one of the few movies, like I want to go see it again, dude. Like I, I never feel that way. I know Eric needs to watch a movie fucking 15 times to, to, to get a grasp of, of everything. But like, I, I want to, I want to go watch it again. Yeah. You know, so I, I like, I am looking for like, I'll take, like I took the kid. I'll, I'll take the, see if I take the rest of them. Uh, uh, I, uh, I loved it. So just ho- hopefully, they stay on this type of just give it to someone that gives a shit about the character and go from there. That's kind of the thing about the film too, to kind of, I'll give my closing remarks, I guess is just like the goal was to, you know, James Gunn came out saying this is like, it wasn't to worry about phase five. He said, he doesn't even really know what they're doing now. It was to really focus on just making a good film and wrapping up the stories that he started telling. And I, I just think that's great because now we have Adam Warlock and the new team. Like he's still, did things for phase five technically but but focusing on just finishing his story so uh yeah i'm excited to see some of the things marvel has coming up we still got what if uh loki season two what if season two loki season two captain america four which you know in terms of like the new world order and 
and the Hulk in it and everything. Like I think there is potential for that to be very good. Uh, I'm not trying to get my hopes up too much until I see it, maybe a trailer. Um, but I think the Marvels just isn't going to cut it for me. Um, I don't know. I, I just I couldn't be less interested in this film. But uh, that's the next one we have coming up, and I I'm not going to watch it. So I'll have to wait till. I guess Eric or YouTube tells me how's it is. Yeah, why is that, Ryan? Why don't you want to watch it? Well, I think it looks really fucking stupid. Um, I don't really like the idea of like all their powers, like transporting them between the three. Um, there's like a part two where like they're like dancing and shit on like a futuristic planet, and it, it just looks terrible. Like all like there's like a dance number, but it looks like it's supposed to be in reference to Kamala Khan's culture and shit. But I'm like, what does that have to do with like? anything i don't know like who's like, you didn't know. even you weren't paying attention it was an in, they were in india probably okay doing why she was probably doing part of the dance and then something happened and then they transferred people again the movie looks like a joke that's all i know you're a joke and it it yeah, probably I mean, will be I mean, the movie I mean, looks fucking stupid i mean i i don't know how they i i, I captain marvel was was just oof oof uh, I, I thought I Captain Marvel one was okay. I didn't really hate it. I just, oof, oof. I hate. I don't know. I mean, I just hate. I, I just super, yeah. I hate the stupid woman like team up scene in, in Avengers. That's the only thing I hate. I, I think it's so fucking gay. <laughs> yeah, worry, I mean, girls, we'll get it together. We'll get them. I I kind of I knew they were gonna do something like that, and if they're gonna do something like that, and do it cool all right great but you know but uh i'm looking at phase five right now um uh i don't know how you make blade not um pg-13 uh but blade was probably what i'll, I'll check out because of uh ali um secret invasion yeah, he's, a, he's a good actor yeah um, oh yeah secret invasion looks kind of cool i hope i'm yeah I hope I'm right about that. I, I I mean, it looks the tone of it like seems amazing. I'm really excited to see how that plays out. Um, and yeah, I well, that's kind of like a because Captain Marvel had those what's the fucking what are those those characters those green guys trolls? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I just need to wrap this shit up and stop making movies. That's kind of where I'm at. Well, and they're not going to stop, but you keep watching them. I'm not watching all of them. They're not getting all my money. I'm trying to make a stand where it counts, but you know, there's millions of other people saying otherwise. I I don't know. I just think there's something about the Marvels. Like I could, I could not be less interested. But you know, hopefully, I'm wrong. Like hopefully, it's a good film and there's a lot of success there, and it moves forward with Phase Five and. And I'm wrong, and I get to go watch it. But Eternals was the last film I felt this way about, and I couldn't even finish it when I watched it for free on Disney Plus. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, God, film sucks. Yeah. What a waste! What a waste of Kit Harrington. You deserve yeah. better. <laughs> that, well, um, yeah. Well, I think the Thunderbolts is going to be a waste. Harrison, I, Ford, I know, Harrison right? Ford's, like I, Harrison Ford. Is Harrison oh yeah, Ford? Thunderbolt Ross, whatever. Yeah, he replaced the guy that passed away. William Hurt. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So he's gonna be the Red Hulk. Yeah, there's like potential for that film to either, I think, yeah, Eric, I think it's either gonna be like really good or just really bad. <laughs> no gray area, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't even no know about ground. like Captain America, New World Order. I'm still not convinced that 
you know, Sam Wilson's going to be the greatest. I mean, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was just not that good. A racist piece of shit, dude. It has nothing to do with his race. <laughs> you stupid bitch. Yeah, I, I mean, think Ryan hates women, shit, and I'm dude. racist, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't hate women. It's well, just, you, you don't want to see the Marvels. Saying, you think it's a piece of shit, and then the the girl team up. The girl uh, team up so fucking dumb. You, 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 have, a, you, have, a fuckers, you have a niece, and I have a daughter, no, Ryan. Change your fucking right. perspective. Listen, the thing is, you literally <laughs> stopped the film's progression just to make this scene when Wanda is more powerful than all those bitches combined. So it's like, and then, oh my god, now they're bitches. Too. Oh my goodness, <laughs> you're getting canceled. Cut this shit. <laughs> I'm not, cu- I'm not cutting it, I'm committing to it. But yes, uh, it let's probably get back on track real quick. I'm just saying, no Captain America, New World Order. Let's see how that goes. I, I, you know, whatever. I the one thing about the whole Sam Wilson Captain America, I didn't like his suit. I thought it looked kind of cheap. It's a little cheap, yeah. The figure, even like when cheap. the when the he's got the face, you know, it looked like it was like. Yeah, he's a fucking fashion police now, dude. Like everything's oh makeup God. and costumes. He did. Shut up, Mike. Thunderbolts could literally go either way. <laughs> Blade, hopefully, God, I hope it's good. Uh, Daredevil, born again, Armor Wars. I'm not even, I don't even care. Spider Man 4 is just gonna get canceled or something. I think it already did, actually. Secret Invasion, Loki, X Men 97. What if Echo? I don't care about Iron Heart. I guess I'll watch. They, they probably won't even make Iron Heart or Echo. I don't, I don't think they're gonna commit to those projects. No. Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Daredevil. Yeah, I guess it's going to be a musical. No, okay. it's it says Echoes in post production, so they did do did make it. Um, yeah. And then you know it's kind of lingering too with uh, the Jonathan Major stuff going on. I don't know what they're going to do with the Secret Wars and Loki, and you know. But you, but you wouldn't mind if he was in it, regardless, though, right, dude? Would, would I mind if he's in it? <laughs> You wouldn't mind, dude, because what's know. the allegations? <laughs> Lenny hit his girlfriend, but it's a he said, she said. No, I was oh, gonna well, cut because he, he doesn't yeah, like fine. he doesn't like a black Captain America. He's not gonna fucking like Jonathan Majors being in the fucking movie. He doesn't Nothing like women. Him. He doesn't like a black Captain America. You don't like deaf characters. Man, it's, <laughs> it's all bad. <laughs> oh my god, we're okay. We're done. We're fucked. Yeah, I think I we're good that. here. Uh, no, I think that's a good way to end it. If you made it this far, please reach out to me at It Just Works Studios on Instagram. <laughs> I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on my rage. I mean, um, nobody will, but okay. Uh, probably not. Uh, Jarrett might. He He's actually waiting for this episode, so shout out to Jarrett if he makes it this far. Good job, Jarrett. Uh, he's, like, he's like, I want to listen. I don't want to watch the movie. I'm like, go watch it. It's good. He's like, I'm good. I, I hate our cousin sometimes. I love that's him to death, but he's so fucking stupid. Yeah, like, dude, when he uh when you posted the screenshot on Instagram, and I was like, Yeah, well, if you look, it's Brian's account. He's like, Yeah, I didn't think to look. I'm like, you don't know, you never think to look at anything. Anything. Like you'll send like a trailer to something. He's like, What is it? Well, watch the fucking trailer, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Adjustors podcast. Thank you to my guests, Eric and Mike, for talking all things Marvel here. Uh, it's been a lot of fun to kind of jump back into Marvel, even though I shit on it at its current state. I do think it's incredible to see how far it's come, and hopefully we can wrap things up on a positive note with Phase 5 and I think Phase 6. I don't know if they're just doing Phase 5. Um, I'm excited to see the future. There is potential 
if Sam takes the super soldier serum and gets a new costume, it could be dope. Um, that's what he needs to do. That's all that. Uh, that's all I need from him. Oh yeah. Then everything it. makes. Then everything oh, okay. is right in the world. Uh, feels a white fucking sheet, dude. Eye holes in it, dude. It'd probably be. <laughs> That's what, you, that's, what you, that's, that's what you would prefer. Yo, the same Django. Relax, dude. Dang, that's a good movie. That's a really good movie. Damn. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.